Spoiler warning! Spoiler warning! This is an official Do Not Relent Shadowlands spoiler warning! The contents of this show will reflect some slight, some heavy spoilers for World of Warcraft's newest expansion, The Shadowlands. This is usually a spoiler-heavy show, but this expansion is a mere three to four days old, and so we understand if you can't listen to it because you want to experience it for yourself, be warned. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Shred the Scarlet Hall is into the fucking Shadowlands! We made it! I'm Slide Whistle! I am Immunization! And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire, Horrid Punching Bag, and officially as of November 23rd, a spooky skeleton ghost. Ooh, dead man. Dead woman. I'm a dead lady. There is so much to go through, so much to talk about. I am I'm literally running on maybe 10 hours of combined sleep across two to three days. I'm full of coffee, alcohol, and weed. I don't know how to function. I don't want to go to work tomorrow, and I'm so excited. Yeah, similarly, I have been playing a whole lot. I just cracked a white claw, and let's. I just think we just like go for it. Just like little, this is gonna be an all over the place episode because there's so much to talk about, and we're gonna miss everything, and we're gonna just spill it in whatever order possible. But we're just too excited to even bother trying to sort it out. So good luck. I haven't played as much because I've made pumpkin pies, but I'm still here too. Hey, pumpkin pies need life too. We accidentally made two of them. Ooh, that's a good accident to be having. You should rename it Anima Pies. <laughs> I'm sure that would go incredibly well with uh, her parents and brother. I'm also, I should say, I'm at Cubby Bub's ancestral home. We're in her basement. But I'm sure that'd go over incredibly well with her family that has zero understanding of the game. We like Anima. And Mangu. <laughs> like them Naruto's? Naruto's. Okay, we got no planning because the more planning we've had, the less time it takes away from us playing the game. So let's just talk about I don't know first impressions. Uh, what do you guys think? What when you guys what what are your first what do you, what were your day one impressions of the Shadowlands expansion? Tm tm tm. I'll I guess I'll start. I will say that the rollout into the launch of it was really smooth. Um, didn't get booted mm-hmm. off. I was just right there. All of a sudden, the quest popped up. The Proudmore server didn't crash at all for me. I played as long as I wanted to, unlike Papa Cheese and uh, Cubbybub, who was lost in the ether between Illidan and Proudmore. Yes, she was. She was trapped for an hour trying to escape Illidan and get to Cubbybub itself on Proudmore, but she finally made it. But yeah, I feel like overall it's been. I'll say smoother than the last two expansions um, mm-hmm. launches for me. So they they definitely implemented some secret sharding, which is fine. Um, it's kind of like when they launched Classic, they were like, listen, everybody, there's going to be different shards. You're not going to see everybody at once. This one they didn't even make an announcement because I'm running around here in war mode trying to find 25 Horde to kill, and I don't see fucking nobody. And I'm like, I know this zone isn't that dead. I just must be on, like, an empty shard somehow. Because probably a billion shards that I, I'm assuming are going to be rolled back in a week or two or three. Yeah, because I remember right when we first started, um, the three of us and Tyre were all in a group. And I think all four of us somehow were sharded into a different shard in Stormwind. But then once we got to the Shadowlands, we were together, right? Yeah. I believe yes, so. Yes, for, yeah. for the briefest of moments, and then you left... Tyre and I, because we were being hashtag speedsters, but we, yeah, I was, I was looking around when we were all standing next to Darian Mograine at Stormwind Keep, and I'm like, I can't see any of these kids. It's weird, because, like, everybody was like, oh, man, it's, there's going to be a lot of tight bottlenecks, because you can't choose which zone you're going to, right? It's in a set order, so they're like, the quests are going to be tight, and it was just like, I'm the only man out here picking up these seeds? Like, really? Like, where's everybody else at? Which I appreciate. I don't really want to deal with the early expansion fight for 
looting things. The druids will always win. So I guess it would work out for you. Yeah, but like I still was like, I don't want to have to fight more seasoned druids over these things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm low on the druid hierarchy. Um, I don't know. I guess it's just let's talk about orbos i, I want to talk about the city our new expansion our new hub area i my first impression of it kind of boring yeah there's there's not really much pizzazz to it and the little bits of like changes and shadowlands theming i feel like is for stuff that i like don't really care about they're like this NPC is the scroll or the scroll reader. I'm like, neat. What does he do? Nothing. But he's Margolf, the scroll reader. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I, I'll, I guess I'll just say it. I don't really like Orbos that much. I feel like for a hub city, it doesn't feel like a city. There are no buildings. It's really hard to tell when you're air quotes inside or air quotes outside when you'll randomly be dismounted. The whole outer rim, I guess it's supposed to be part of the city, but like it just feels empty. It feels a little more full of life when you progress through the campaign and then you see like random people from all of the four different covenant zones running mm -hmm. around as well. But I still feel like, I don't know, it feels empty and a little bit sterile, I think is how we were describing it before. I, I hope that it, like maybe like as we go on like more stuff gets added to it because yeah like it, it feels very sterile it feels like it's like like a destiny hub city where like yes it's like in the middle of nowhere nobody's there and like you just kind of are this there to like get some stuff done and then bounce back to your main it, objective it doesn't help that the people that exist there the floating watchers people and the air quotes vaguely Middle Eastern fire armor guys are yeah like sterile that they don't have a lot of culture so yeah it's not like there there's not going to be a pub there's not going to be a haircut place it's just like you talk to this man and he will take care of you yeah i feel like i would like it more if like within the indoor areas there were actual like build like houses or buildings that you can go into within there so then it would feel I'm thinking more so of like how Ironforge feels, you know, look, Ironforge, the whole thing is enclosed, but, and is circular, but there's still defined buildings within there. And that makes it feel more like a city. And I feel like that's what this is missing. Yeah. You can take lots of like side trips. And also, I mean, coming from, honestly, coming from Boralus, which I'm pretty sure I can safely say is my favorite capital city that I've ever mm -hmm. been in. Yeah. It's, yeah, I agree. It's such a change from like, Oh, hey, I'm meat over here, and like people like doing like fun tricks, and the like, people living under bridges and offering you candy to just being like, I'm walking around the big ring and I can't mount yet. Also, there's apparently Aaron. I don't. I don't think you know this yet because you're not. You don't have to have a quest in there yet. But there's a basement to Oropos. There's a whole other bottom layer to the zone that hmm. you don't see until you get a quest to go there. And I'm like, how long has this fucking been here? Like, no one told me this was here. I will say though, I like the upstairs. The like like the portal up and then the flight paths and then the yes. four different zones to the um with the with the big zones. with the yeah. big middle school stucy uh gates <laughs> uh, you said it like day 1 and I now I can't unsee it but yes yeah the fucking flight path to each zone is beautiful like oh I could watch that all day and I have I've I've gone back in the flight paths a couple times just to see it I made the joke, so they have a whole, like, the space in between, and it's contested territory. Do you think we're going to be having dogfights out there in the Twisting Nether? Honestly? Is is some is some Horty going to show up, and I'm going to pitch fireballs at him from Maybe. my worm? Uh, Papa Cheese was telling us, and I, I saw this in the interview as well, that they were talking about other death realms, because there can't just be four, right? There's got to be other ones. And so it's very, very much possible that they're going to be adding more planes of flight paths to Oribos, which would be dope. Yeah. So I was talking to Slide Whistle about this last night, and I, I asked him basically if the Shadowlands is the only death plane, because mm -hmm. we've we've seen or been to a few others. Like we know that in BFA there was the Blighted Lands. And that's not here, and but that is a death realm. So, like, where is Gorok Tool's throne in the Bladed Lands in comparison to all of this? Or 
Odin's whole area, the name of which escapes me. Valhalla. I think that yeah, Valhalla. I think that physically exists in Azeroth, but that is a a death realm. You have to die to get there most of the time. I I I, I do hope that we go to Thros, which is where Gorak Tool and the death the truster from because spoilers they do show up in some fights and i'm like they gotta be coming from somewhere I did see. yeah so how how far are you right now aaron because with all your moving i around. have made it yeah with all my moving around and then i did do some of the non-story quests in zones before i moved on i am four of eight chapters into the arden wield we have seen the Winter Queen, and then she said nothing. Oh, that that cutscene where she like they're they're like she's coming, she's coming. You can talk to her, and then she like zooms in, looks down, and then zooms out immediately. Yeah, and then Dreamweaver, my absolute favorite buddy, is like, "It's okay, maybe she was distracted." <laughs> also, also, this is a PSA. I fucking love, I fucking love Dreamweaver. I just have to say it that that buddy makes me feel like i need to stay at Ardenwell. he just makes me feel nice hey don't forget about chufa fuck chufa and, <laughs> oh yeah i mean honestly though honestly though that like lady moonberry was that for me i love that bitch yes i have some words about lady moonberry um but this, this is a quick psa because i wasn't aware of this until a day later if you finish the arden wield quest chain and you did not see a cinematic cutscene that almost made you cry at the very end blizzard fucked up and your cinematic did not show and you should run to youtube right now and look it up yeah it did not it skipped for me too so i didn't even know there was supposed to be mm. one and the event that happened like after it just spontaneously happened and i was like wait what i was gonna be my bottom boot of the beat boot of the week but then they actually made a cutscene i just missed it yeah, so I was like, did I miss something else? There's apparently another cutscene out there with uh, Sylvanas and Anduin that I still have been yet to have witnessed. And I'm like, was I supposed to already have seen this cutscene? Well, when do I watch this? So I don't fucking know, but I don't like that shit happening. Okay, well, so what did you guys think? Did the Kyrian Zone meet your expectations of what you thought the Kyrian Zone was going to be? So I think that as of yet, of the two and a half, three that I've done, the Kyrian Zone has been my favorite. A higher emphasis on mechanization than I assumed versus like angel business. But the Kyrians themselves have gone from a net neutral, I don't care, to an active like, I don't understand why people would choose to do this. Like yeah, I, I agree. I intrinsically, as a person, don't agree with the Kyrians. Yeah, they're a straight-up cult. It's really fucking weird. The zone is beautiful. But goddamn, it's literally like, listen, I know you love your family, but we gotta pull them out of ya. You can't never those bitches anymore. They're holding you back. You know what? Fuck my son. You're right. Yeah, it's... <laughs> we will slowly make you forget about your past life while we ring this bell in the distance and swing this yo-yo in your face to make you forget about everything and then you'll turn blue and join us yeah it's like uh marikos and his seven friends are getting a little moody over there can you wiggle these sprinkling salts in their face so that they forget their firstborn child's name <laughs> thanks bud and it's like <laughs> it was the dirtiest 3000 experience i've ever earned my favorite on on reddit uh there was a post about how the horde so they're like wait so you're telling me that me a brave Tauren warrior of the Horde. When I die and I join the Kyrian, I'm just going to eventually become a blue human? I didn't sign yeah, up for that. Yeah, you're just a blue woman. <laughs> I will say, though, um, the characters in the questing for the Kyrian zone, I really liked. I really liked Clea. I really liked Pelagos. I have a little, like, uh, what is his name? Mikononos or whatever. The little, little yeah. owl guy. Yeah, the little owl man. He was yeah. sick. Yeah. Like, they were all really fun, and they were the ones that would make me want to join the Covenant. Um, But overall, it's just, like, too cult-like for me, even though I liked the abilities. So I ended up choosing Venthyr in the end, as I intended. But it was actually pretty close, and Meldraxxus kind of flew in there at the last second. And, like, I literally almost became a stink boy, and then I was like, no, I can't do this. I can't. I can't put it. I didn't like them to begin with, and now having played through that zone, I 
can't. I would never be a Maldrax. Oh man! So I had the same. <laughs> I, I know, I know, you're, I know. You're supposed to play as the good guys, but going through the mission in like the hall of the constructs, I'm like, yo, I want to firebomb this whole place, man. Uh, okay, was it just me, or did it feel like the Necrolord questing took two times as long as any other fucking zone? Yeah, and the area mm-hmm. felt barren. It was slow and it dragged for me. I don't know if this is just because I was doing it at like. 5 a.m. after like launch but yeah it dragged for me i loved love loved the story though the story it was so good i was just like because we, okay so in me and immune were leveling together because eventually we hit a part where you know we're doing it in war mode and i'm like okay we need we need to work together here because like you're gonna get gangs i can't fight people alone and we had no problems at all in the kirin zone what's it called i, I keep forgetting its name bastion, bastion. Bastion, Nerf Bastion. We were, we had no problems in Bastion with fighting. I'm already Tracer. Hey, I'm already Widowmaker. And so then we get the fucking Maldraxxus, and I swear to God, everybody who watched the opening like in-game video of Maldraxxus was like, you know what? Let's fight because all around the fucking seat of the Primus and the whole zone, Horde and Alliance are duking it out like fucking West Side Story. It's crazy. <laughs> Okay, so side note, I will say flying into Maldraxxus for the first time over the Theater of Pain where they're all fighting in like a Coliseum-type battle, like a Royal Rumble happening down there, I thought that was pretty cool. That was cool. I I, I really liked the characters we met there because they were so, they're almost so campy. They're just like, we love fighting. It's so great. Yeah, we're going to die, but who fucking cares? Like, it's great. Oh, yo, I will say I legitimately popped when I, when like I saw that Lady Vash was there. I did not know that we were were going to mm-hmm. meet her. I thought that was cool. It was cool. And she and she remembered the, the fact that like we killed her. That made it like super cool. Are you telling me that you didn't pop off for War Brave Oro? I did. I did. I saw did. Him I did. I, did. I, I actually did though. I was going to bring it up. I think I think I think I saw him, but I was just like Okay, it's a Toran guy. And then I read a Wowhead article that's like, no, he was that guy who got speared. Yes, yes. You, you, sh- you should be excited. No, I, I legitimately was excited, though. I told I was going to bring it up, but I didn't. Because when I told him Mutant last night, he was like, who? And I was like, no, you remember? He was the guy who was like, I'm going to help you guys. And then the fucking the hammer of Kazgarath immediately fucking chunks him. And I was like, he didn't even have a chance. He didn't do anything. He had his chance now in the sun. This was it, Aaron. Did you see Captain Cookie? <laughs> no, but I read about him. <laughs> Wait, where was Cookie? Where was Cookie? Uh, in the house of the Hall of the Constructs, just a, really? the big creature you had to fight was eating him. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, well, because he turned into the, the article's like, okay, well, it's called the Corpse of Cookie. Um, <laughs> he doesn't look like a Murloc anymore. He looks like a just like a skeleton, but that's him. Oh, so like you said it earlier that you would want to like burn the hall of constructs to the ground and i agree and overall one thing i've noticed so far about this expansion is it's really fucking dark i know it's a death realm but like mm-hmm. like damn like they're and i know this wasn't how the hall like the house of the constructs was supposed to be but like just the fact that they're like in this basement like doing all these like experiments and like you know, like like the Kyrian that you found there like literally like ripped his eyeballs out and he's like the, bird boxing the, it the there f- like <laughs> the fucking one of the birds it's like Mildenos are you okay and the dialogue i wrote it down is like he nods his head and motions towards where his tongue should be like they cut out a little bird man's tongue and then people are like yep these are my people <laughs> my- my favorite part was when the blind Kirin was like, thank you, adventurer. Now I must run off to find my, my people. And I'm like, dude, you're blind. As he ran off in the distance, like, where are you going? I can I can hearth you back with me. Come back. Nope. He ran away and phased out. So who knows where he fucking is now? He did it very confidently, though. Man, yeah, that, that zone was intense. But I legitimately almost also became a stink boy when I had to make my covenant pick. Because I like their ability... I just kind of did you see like the make a construct thing? It seems so fun. You just feel like you you create a small community and you build abominations and you put them in there and you can give them little hats. You can give them little hats and they like adventure with you and stuff. It's so cute. So I don't know if we're going to be talking about more story beats, but I guess I will say both of you chose a covenant, correct? 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I know that, like, in past episodes, you have pretty decidedly said that you were going Venthyr. Have things changed? No, things have not changed. And I I guess I didn't know how to phrase the question, but I was just going to say, did the ability play into it? Because the Bastion ability for mages is, like, okay. The Necrolord and the Ardenweld one, I feel like are just not good at all. Like, I was like, how are these viable options? Are the the priest and druid are they at least more viable? The other so choices? for the druid, I so as I was leveling through Venthyr, I I honestly I would have one hundred percent been a Venthyr. I love the story. I love how I felt like I was inside of the Gargoyles cartoon every fucking step of the way. But then <laughs> my fucking ability sucked ass. My ability for Feral for all druids, but for Feral druids even worse. I I gain a stacking buff, and each for for twenty seconds, each second I gain one percent haste or something. I don't know, but the problem is if I get stunned or I or if I go idle for two seconds, the buff stops. It takes away health based on my percentage points, and it stuns me. And it's on a three-minute cooldown. As somebody who's engaging in world PvP, whenever I press the button, I swear to God, it was a rogue alert. And every rogue came to sap me. And when I'm sapped, I lose my buff and I'm stunned and take damage. So I said, as much as I love this zone, I could never be a Venthyr because having a dead ability feels so bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt with the... And I apologize, I'll let, to let you continue. But that's what I felt with the Necrolords. That ability was so nothing that I was like, it. I feel hindered. <laughs> this is even worse than when I didn't know this ability existed. Yeah, I, I feel you. And I like the abilities also slightly impacted my decision because, you know, I pretty adamantly said that, like, I don't care about min-maxing. I don't really care about the abilities. I really only mm-hmm. care most about, like, the aesthetics and the storyline and things that I found most enjoyable, like, aesthetically in that sense. But when I was leveling through these and tested all the abilities, Kyrian, I was like, yeah, I like this Kyrian ability. I knew that that was good for Holy Priests, and, you know, it felt, felt decent as well and felt like a strong addition to my kit, but... Then the leveling through there, as we said, like, I was like, I don't want to join this cult. So I kind of like almost ruled them out. Then I got to Meldraxxus and I loved Unholy Nova. It was such a cool ability and I liked the way it felt. Fleshcraft, while annoying to use, also was a decent ability. It just is annoying to think about having to always keep it up. So like the combination of those two abilities that were really good for me that I enjoyed is what really pushed Meldraxxus, like, up there. But then, like, overall, I was like, oh, this aesthetically, I don't want to be a stink boy. So that was why I ruled it out. But Night Fae, I hated the ability. What like, What was it? So the priest one was it gives you, like, these three fairies that follow your abilities around and do different things. Like, there's a DPS one that follows your Shadow Word Pain. There's one that follows your Power Word Shield. And there's one that follows something else, whatever. Like, I hated it. Like... It didn't feel helpful. I don't know if it actually is good for Holy Priest, but, like, I just... It just didn't feel good to press. And it felt like managing three things that didn't actually contribute all that much. So I pretty quickly ruled them out, even though the soul shape was cool, and I did really like the Ardenwald zone. I felt like, overall, they were the only zone that, like, it didn't feel like there were actively bad guys amongst your ranks. I don't know. Um, and then I got to Venthyr, and the they're, there's they're, they feel like they're mainly for like PvP in some senses. I mean, besides Slide's Feral ability, which is like actively almost anti-PvP, <laughs> but it, it's mind games as we've talked about previously on the podcast, where you it does like shadow damage. It's like a a pretty strong DPS cooldown, but then it also makes it so that they heal you with their next attack or they damage themselves with their next heal yeah that's that's really useful (laughs) yeah and i feel like we could definitely blow some people up in world pvp or even like 3v3s 3v3s or something in the future i feel like it'll be fun and then there's also a, a nice mobility uh covenant ability as well which is just basically like a teleport it's nice and you can use it vertically which i didn't realize before leveling through there so like 
I, I used it to just like get up to like the second floor of a building that I didn't feel like going through. Wow. It's going to be great in Torghast. As somebody who's currently in a Torghast run, I've died to traps too many times. You can just skip all the traps to fucking teleport. That's crazy. Um, but then it, it's kind of a, a thing though, where the, the, the aesthetics matters way more than you would think. Because, so now I pick Night Fae. I, I, the fucking ability Convoke the Spirits is so much fun. And if they nerf it again, I'm going to be really sad. I just, I literally go into crazy cat form and just cast 16 spells, do hella fucking damage. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, since he's in kitty form when he does it, he basically just does those things, you know, when cats are fighting and then they, like, go up on their back paws and then just mm-hmm. do, like, the big slappies with their with both of their, <laughs> their front paws on each other. That's basically what Slide's doing with his ability. <laughs> but, it, but I'm, like, one-shotting people in PvP with it. Like, it's amazing. But, so now that I, I'm in there, you have these Sanctums, and they're kind of like Order Halls, where you, you upgrade them, you do all your stuff there, and I, I love my Order Hall. But, like, I was like, man... Would the Venthyr order hall and like questing in that zone more be worth it to have a not so good ability? Because I like all the characters there. I like the gargoyles and the, and the gothic aesthetic. And I have been in Ardenweald way more than any other zone because of my sanctum. So like the aesthetics are actually going to matter way more than you would think they would. Yeah, and that was the final tilting point for me. I like looked myself in the mirror and I was like immune all these people min-maxing these abilities saying these soul binds these this covenant these abilities are the ideal way to play this class or this spec that's really just for the top tier of the game play whatever the fuck you (laughs) want we're we're not epic yeah like we barely make it into mythic rating most of the time and like i feel like these like plus or minus like what at the most like five percent dps or whatever is like it does not matter for what we do so i'm gonna play the one that makes me happy. That's why we don't fucking play Horde, because it's basically like being in Mount Draxxus 24-7. Hey, I'm walking here. At one point when we were leveling through Maldraxxus, I turned to Slide, and I was like, this soul reminds me of the Horde. And he was like, what do you mean, Immune? And I was like, there's just so much dirt everywhere. It's so barren. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a bunch of little goblins everywhere because every third zombie is just some guy from New York. And also, I don't know if this is the case in other places. I feel like in Maldraxxus, they retain their old names more. That does seem similar. I passed by a big fat potato axe man whose name was Jacob Barrington. (laughs) I said, what? What? so it's I, not, I think, it's not like disgustious or something like that. He's like, nope, this is my name. I, I think I've noticed it in um, Ardenwald as well. Particularly, there's a spirit wolf that you quest with for a little one, little while, and his name is Tazan. I'm like, that's a troll, right? Yeah. Also, Tazan sounds really familiar. Is that somebody we're supposed to know? Or is it just a classic troll space Zan that I'm thinking of? I do not think it's somebody we were supposed to know. I also felt that way and looked up his Wowhead page, and I did not uh, find any information. I just realized that I was thinking of Razan. That's definitely not Razan. <laughs> so you are... Okay, this is th- a ooh. side note, by the way. Uh, Tazan's Wowpedia page does not feature a photo, but it does feature the outline of a wolf no one's just taken a picture of him yet. We know what he looks like. We, should, we can do he's, it. We he's can, a blue wolf. We can update it. So, yeah. And, like, I I shouldn't call my shot, considering I only know three of the four abilities. Although I kind of know the Venthyr ability. But the Ardenweld one is you do an AoE, and it, like, recharges some of your little attacks. But the AoE is both not very powerful and very wide, so, like, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to hit someone with it. And I pick up, like, two extra guys. And I'm like, oh, no. Ooh. And then the Necrolord one, which is my absolute least favorite, is you turn into a big skeleton mage. And the big thing is you get increased, I think it's critical strike, the more you use, like, your standard attack with, like, Frostbolt, Arcane Bolt, or Fireball. But... As a fire mage, 
once you get like a thing going, a combo going, you're hardly ever using fireball. So I'm just like, well, I'm a big skeleton man. And that's really all this does is I'm a big skeleton man. Yeah. I don't know shit about mage covenant. So, I mean, if it isn't, if it doesn't feel fun, then why get it? Mm-hmm. The Bastion one's the only one that feels fun, and that's just because it's a like a DPS attack and then a dot. It is the most baseline ability, but I'm like, this is neat at least. But I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, like the Eventer. one you summon haunted mirrors that bounces their attack back at them. And I'm like, that's just neat. So I'm looking forward to trying that out. But have you even checked your soul binds for your character? I have not. So that's the, I forgot all about soulbinds even existing. Once I hit sixty, finish all my shit. It was like, hey, you can beat your covenant now, and they they do it really really well. All four of the covenants are in one room. You talk to each person. You can get history on them. You remind us of who they are, what they do. But the best part of all is they have this window pane, and you can see everything unique that this covenant has to offer you, from mounts to transmog to class abilities to the soul bindings and the three soul bindings that each covenant has to offer. And I was like, oh, man, this is making shit way harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, it is a lot to consider all at once. That's just like thrown in your face at the end, because until this point, they don't mention anything about soul binds or soul binds and conduits either. But I so like I wasn't thinking about that at all either. And I mean, it didn't really impact my decision at all, because if I'm being honest, the Venthyr conduits that I have right now are not ideal for Holy Priest. The one I have right now is just boosting haste, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is not going to be ideal in the end game. But for now, I guess it's fine, because it's like fine for world PvP and questing and all that. One of the Ardenwield soul mines from Lady Moonberry, I believe, when you die, you don't actually die. You do a phoenix in Dota 2. You become an egg. You become a seed. And a if, wild seed. Oh, you become a wild seed, <laughs> and you have eleven thousand health. If they kill your seed within, I don't know, ten seconds, eight seconds, then you die. You die, die. But if the seed grows in those ten seconds, you are instantly rebirthed. I'm like, what? That's awesome. How often can you do every that? ten minutes? It can proc. I feel hmm. like that's going to be nasty in Raided Battlegrounds if your team defends you while you're in your egg I form. I hope to God they don't disable conduits in Raided Battlegrounds. They might. I could kind of see it, but I feel like PvP is going to be like, like a Wild West right now because like, no one knows what everyone does. Like, it's so much to learn. Yeah, because it's different for each class and covenant combo, so that's wild. All I know is there's some absolute shenanigans out there. I was fighting a Death Knight Torin today with like two other guys we killed him he falls down and just gets back up it wasn't even like he was dying he would like get to zero fall down and then get back <laughs> up at 80 percent. it was really dumb <laughs> that reminds me when i looked over and immune is fighting a bear tank and he's a healer and i mean how long did you guys fight for it like okay if we're doing top two bottom boots later, this will be my bottom boot, so I'll explain oh, okay. it more then. <laughs> okay. But um, basically, I fought this bear druid for probably about five or six minutes in the middle of this world quest in Revendreth, and it ended up with him just deciding to leave. Like, he ran away because he realized that this could go on forever, and if anyone were to win, it would probably be me. But, you know, I also didn't have the DPS to just straight up kill him because he's a bear tank. He has so much health. It would have been so great if he had the soul bind where if you did kill him, he became an egg and you had to kill him again. <laughs> oh my god, I would scream. That's so fucking good. So, so Venthyr is where you're sitting at right now with Kyrian as a cl close second or a, what do you think, a third? Uh, Kyrian for me is a, it's really a toss up if the Venthyr for whatever reason does not meet my fancy because I... The Kyrian have a good ability and nothing else. Like, I don't really like the angelic type of dress. I don't like them. <laughs> I don't believe in their ideals. Honestly, if... I hate to say it, but if the Venthyr didn't work, I'd have to go Maldraxxus just to be, like, stinky. And, like, I was like... Well, I'm, 
I guess I respect the warrior culture, but then I just would hardly ever use their ability, which would stink. So I'm really hoping the Venthyr meet my fancy. Hey, if the ability stinks and you don't have to use it, that's so Maldraxxy. It adds more stink to the stink. <laughs> it's just the flavor. Fla- that's the flavor. so on brand. The New York flavor. But so far amongst our circle, it seems like the two main covenants that people are choosing are either Venthyr or Nightfae. Yeah, we don't have any ride or die Necrolords or Kyrians yet. Like, we're literally, like, there's six of us. What did, what did Tyre go? Tyre went Venthyr, Papa Cheese went uh, Nightfae. Night I don't know what Yabyag or Thornwick are doing. Uh, they're leveling druids. <laughs> Thornwick. <laughs> they're leveling druids together. Uh, they don't get in the Discord that often, so I don't talk to them. And like, so you know, we're always talking Discord. I, but they're both druids, so I'm gonna assume they're also gonna add their hats to the Night Fade team. And as of yet, Cubbybub is still thinks she's gonna go Night Fade. So it's really just the two. It's crazy. I, part of me feels like so. Like I really, really like the story that Maldraxxus was telling me. But the zone, the zone itself felt so less detailed than the other three zones that it's kind of jarring almost. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to live in, in flesh hills and like bloody battlefields, you know? But I think that's what they were going for with it. They want it to be a barren wasteland that is devastated by the constant infighting. Yeah, right? that's, that's, that's what they're going for. But like, does that appeal to people? I mean, obviously it does. Somebody's like, hell yeah. Probably the Horde. I bet you all the Horde are going to go Necrolord. Horde warriors will eat this shit up. I mean, there's, a, there's also probably classes that, like, you don't want to not have their Maldraxxi ability for, right? So. Mm-hmm. Not me, though. Apparently Holy Priest, but we'll see. Okay, so we got to talk about these fucking in-game cinematics and how they are significantly better than what they fucking used to be. It's insane the level of the detail they have now. Yeah, like, the quality of them, exponentially higher. The content of them, love it. They're telling the story, they fit in perfectly, and I will say, last but certainly not least, they attempted and succeeded most of the time in syncing the voice acting to the lips, finally! (laughs) It only took them 16, 17 years. Like, just, like, seeing the jailer's mouth match his words, I was like, holy shit, they fucking did it. Like, we've made it. It it just makes everything look so much better when I'm not focused on how off their mouth is, like a Japanese Godzilla movie. It's making me a little sad because so many of these cutscenes are cool, but they're, like, story things. And I know when you do an alt, you can choose to not do the story, and your life is a lot less chaotic and unstructured if you do that and i was like well i don't want to just redo the story because that'll be boring but i i'll miss all those cutscenes, that glorious juice give me the juice i am excited to run an all i saw dolly like he he, he picked this covenant finished his shit immediately locked off gotten his druid and he had already picked this covenant like at the very beginning like it's 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 literally immediate. Like there's no lag in it. Hmm. It's great for alts. Fantastic for alts, really. I just I yeah, I just don't know how the zones work. I mean, you might see the cutscenes again because I think you still have to do the questing, right? I don't think you do. No, I d- I don't think you do any of the like the the flag or the shield quests, any of the stories. Well, stuff. then how would you get max level? Just side quests and like world quests, I think. Yeah, World Quest, and I think you just start on maybe your Covenant's storyline. That's crazy. I, I I should make an all after this and check it out. I'm I'm still sitting in Torghast like, do I have time to run a, a floor in between these talks? The answer is no, because my Twitch talk key is bound to my movement key. <laughs> Speaking of time, is... Okay, this is a, a random side tangent. Is no one doing the Maldraxxus dungeon? I tried to queue for it, and it said it was going to be two hours. Whoa. What time? When did you try to queue for it? This was like 3, 4 p.m. today. And I said, what? Did no one make it here? That's weird. But also, I've noticed if you ask in guild chat for the first time in a very long time, people will respond. And people will say yes to running dungeons. Like, it's immediate. Poor Matt, a.k.a. Thornwick, has has tried, I think, twice now. But he was too late, and he got snubbed, and he couldn't get into the dungeon group. 
I mean, I'm down to run some more after this because I, I want to gear up to try to get into some heroics. I'm getting kind of close. I mostly just want to see the the little potato man from Maldraxxus. What happened to him? Oh. I was forced to leave before <laughs> he was explained, really. Don't worry. You'll see. Maybe. I don't I, I don't remember if you see him or not. God, what a... <laughs> we hit the beginning with a spoiler warning. They were like, this guy is the bad guy. And I said, really? This guy? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> this jelly bean man? I fucking love that guy. He looks so disgusting. <laughs> You mean future sexiest NPC of the no, week material? No, no. I'm talking about uh, Baron, like, Veriz. Oh, I was talking about big, uh, disgusting... Fucking Margrave how- Garn. Margrave yeah. Garmel. Yeah. What, was he head of House of Constructs? Yeah. Or what was he head of? Mm-hmm. From the House of Constructs, it's Margrave Garmel. Oh, oh, not to just completely derail everything, but something that I really have been enjoying so far in this expansion is how the quests are distinctly divided into the main campaign quests and then like side quests and let's like divided and the quest markers are different. So you like 100% know. And in my case, sometimes it dissuades me from doing them. Like I'm like, oh, go check in with Praetor Maldivis. And then I'll see it's like a circle and I'm like, hmm. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe later after I finish the campaign. <laughs> the game tells me this one doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. But then you have Lin right now, who's in Bastion. He's doing because I guess he does every quest before he leaves his own. He's a little fifty-five and still in Bastion, so it's a little wonky out here. <laughs> I mean, I do plan on going back and doing that eventually because I want to get all the rep I can. I want to explore all the zones, so I'll be going back to do this for sure. Same, probably. <laughs> so, what do you guys think of the dungeons in this one? I have only done one, but do you feel like they match up to previous examples as far as like tone or scale? So, I've done a small handful. I think Slide's done more. I haven't done all of them yet, but the ones I've done so far, I like the feel of all of them i like the flow of them i think they are fun and have interesting mechanics and fights and i have no complaints so far that are too egregious other than i will say plaguefall especially the third boss to like what's his name dr icker or whatever mm-hmm. that is going to be hard on mythic plus that's what i'm looking at whenever i'm in these dungeons i'm like ooh, this encounter is gonna blow in mythic plus or this one's gonna be awful on like tyrannical week when you have to only kill the boss like that fucking one where he hooks you or where you have to hook him that's gonna be so bad when he has like a fuck ton of hp um last night i ran the other side that dungeon is fucking interesting and i i still don't really understand the full story of what exactly is happening in there but it's so unique and the fact that you fight the fucking mana storms in there makes it mm, beautiful <laughs> yeah i saw there are bosses in it does it make sense i haven't been there you, yet you take like portals from the other side so basically muzella's like bonswamdi i i you owe me something give me back your juju or something but then bonswamdi's like no i'm gonna collect the juju from all the people i've lended it to aka the mana storms aka other bosses and he uses that juju to like beat muzella or whatever but so basically the mana storms they bound themselves to Bonswamdi for power and so you have to go back and retrieve it and take it from them when did they make this pack? i don't know but when you start the encounter millicent she's like millhouse you also made a pact with the god of death to get power i can't believe i trusted you and he's like oh i can't wait you did it too and then like they fight you over it Okay, that's kind of funny, actually. But, like, the last boss, like, the music, like, he, like, it's like I'm playing, like, a Rhythm Heaven game. Like, it sounds so musically appealing. Like, I love that end boss, end boss, that dungeon. So, to, like, piggyback on that, I will say this expansion in general, the music has been on point. And, I don't know, I in particular, I'm, like, loving the Sinfall, like, covenant sanctuary whatever it's called um music i I just love it so much one thing i think because a lot of people play with the sound off immediately give give, give 
the sound of weak? I don't know. Amin was telling me that apparently a lot of the voice lines that were recorded in Shadowlands were recorded from home due to COVID. And I'm like, how late do they record voices? <laughs> I mean, that would make sense. The COVID's been going on for a whole seven, Year, eight months almost, at this point. Yeah. But yeah, that's another another note. There's been a whole lot more voice acting this expansion, I feel like. I feel like almost every line is seems to be voice acted. So many voice acting, so many like little in-game cinematics and regular cinematics. I think I've seen what, like four or five real ass regular cinematics already? And I, I saw one that I'm missing. I'm like, damn, people. They put in work. I also I think now I too subscribe to the theory that there's a different WoW team working on every other mansion. Because this one does have a lot of Legion callbacks. Yeah, I kind of agree. And it almost feels like BFA was kind of like um, a pause or cool down on the main storyline before this. It was like its own little side quest almost. Oh. I mean, and for the record, <laughs> that, I'm a... Now that, now that it's out, BFA is like, oh, they tried. <laughs> it was a cute little <laughs> expansion. No, and like for the record, I think I'd speak for myself and probably you guys as well. We are probably more on the side of BFA apologists. Oh, yeah. I love BFA despite all the hate that it gets. We played it the entire time. We never stopped. That's That that itself tells you all you need to know about uh, BFA with us. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Wait. Oh. Mm, mm, I was going to ask you what your ritual was for joining the Venthyr, but I'll wait since Aaron hasn't joined it yet. I... As a Night Fae, spoiler, if you have not joined the Covenant yet and you're planning on, don't listen to this because it's a great surprise that you want to have later. But for the Night Fae, I basically put on a play by the Starlight Academy, is what it says. And I reenact everything that's happened on Azeroth uh, for the citizens of Ardenwild. And it's so fucking funny. Like, like all the little characters, they 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 dress up as like Xavius, or they dress up as like uh, uh, <laughs> Nazoth, even Nazoth. And the favorite is like the commentary has audience, or the audience has commentary about it. So at one point, I'm in like Act Three, and I am Sargeras plunging my sword into the earth, and the crowd is like, "Wait, how do you get a sword that big? Do you think he transmuted it when it was small, or was it made that big? Wait a minute." I, I studied environmentalism in college. A sword that big surely would have lasting impacts on the wildlife in that area. And they're just like taking the piss out of everything. Or just seeing um, Ysera's inner like reactions to all of these things because she hasn't seen most of these things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like they literally was like when during the Xavius one, uh, when Xavius came out, it was like Ysera seems nervous. <laughs> Like, oh, she has to watch herself die again. <laughs> and they even, they fucking even made fun of Draenor when they were talking about Gul'dan. They're like, Gul'dan, and well, this is all voice acted. Gul'dan, he's here from alternate universe Draenor, another planet similar to Outland. And the crowd was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy is from a different dimension and a different planet? How does that work? I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> they were like, what a dumb idea. I'm like, oh, God, guys, leave him alone. Spice. Do you think that's what that guy, one of, there was some recent like Blizzard employee who left and he's like, I don't like the direction of the game. Do you think he was secretly like the Draenor oh. writer? And he was like, they, they were too mean. Also, I, mean, I, in- I know for a fact why he left. He's like, people don't do guilds as much anymore. So bye. Which is true, I guess. He's not wrong. Like we have lost a lot of guild perks that we used to have. It's like less emphasis on being a guild and more on like what a solo player can do, which is okay. They're just catering to the old people who used to play the game and are now playing it alone because all their old friends died. So currently I am in the Maw. Oh, oh, wait, hold up. Freeze before I get to that. Aaron, have when you hit max level, you are going to get... You are going to see the quests to do against overwhelming odds where you have to kill 25 horde or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't get any gear yet, but it does give you like 500 anima. Don't do it. Wait until you have a quest that's like collect a thousand anima. Because if you do it before that, it will not count it towards your fucking mm, count. Makes sense. I made that mistake, and it was pissed. I was pissed. And also, the I think it's a bug, or they changed it just for this first week. The quest says you can kill 
any Horde players in any zone that are 50 plus. I'm sorry, any Shadowlands zone that are 50 plus. So me and my squad were running out there, killing like little 53s in Bastion. It didn't count. It's only counting max level players. And so that means basically you have to go to the Maw and do all your murdering there, which is what we fucking did. We camped with the cave entrance where you, had, where you spawn out of and murdered like 80 people. So another side note, while we're talking about the Maw, what is her name? Velnari? Yeah, Velnati. Straight up just Anna from Overwatch. Same yeah. voice and everything. Yeah, I, I I was like, wait a minute here. I thought it was cool, though. Ooh, is that is that literally yeah. Anna's voice? It seemed familiar. I guess we haven't verified it officially, but I have no doubt in my mind that that's her. Yeah, I did not look it up, but I am certain. Overall, do you guys have anything that you don't like so far? Oh, yeah. Don't worry. It's my bottom boot, and it's probably my biggest bottom boot to date. Stay tuned for that in like three minutes when we talk about it. Or do we just do top two bottom boot, medium boot now? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Um, that well, I mean, like, yes, there is a whole lot more we've missed. and we've Yes. Been, <laughs> but like, I don't know what else. There's to, a lot, but some of it I want to wait because like, I don't want to spoil Aaron because he hasn't been to the Venthyr zone yet. So like, we can table the Venthyr stuff for next week. But, like, once you hit 60, like, everything opens up so well. And one thing that I really, really do like about this this uh, expansion right now, they have taken everyone's complaints of, all oh, the cool mounts are in the store. There's no cool free mounts. And they said, fine, fuck y'all. We're going to put free mounts literally everywhere. There's so many free mounts. I was... I watched a man get a cool green fox today, and I was so mad. Ooh, I just learned how to get that green fox, and it's by joining the Night Fae. That could be you. No, there's another one. He got it in Maldraxxus doing the, like, the arena, where you have to kill, like, the bosses in the middle, and you have to group up for it. And this guy stumbles in in the last 5%, hits the boss once, loots it, and gets a green, like, Maldraxxy Damn. dog fox guy and i got like two gold <laughs> congrats on your gold at least yeah two gold but like speaking of mounts like th- there have been some pretty cool mounts that have been pretty easy to get that we've gotten already slide and i got a really cool frog boy mount yeah i just was killing some shit off doing some of my world quests and um i found this mushroom and it said Plant this mushroom in some loamy soil. You have 20 minutes. And then a timer started. And I was like, oh, oh God. So I found the spot. It planted this. It created this huge mushroom man who grew very phallically out of the ground, I must say. It was pretty uh, pretty dickish. And he had a fucked in a health. So I got a small group together. We killed him. And we got just like this sweet frog that has, he's wearing a mask. His his whole back is like covered in like beautiful like moss and flowers, and his like his throat pouch it glows blue when he ribbits. It's so fucking dope. And I almost paid three hundred and thirty three thousand k for a shittier frog in Nazmir. Fuck that frog. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to pull out your soil chart to find oh, the? Oh yeah, I had sand? to find the fucking loamy soil, fucking sandy soil. Lo- I hate soil class. I love it because it's a science, but I hate it because of how complicated it is to remember the fucking pyramid of soils. <laughs> but yeah, but like there's a lot of mounts. Like like that frog mount is a 100% guarantee. Everyone gets it. It's not a chance. You just get it. You just do it. You get it. So there's there's three other mounts that are like that. Most notably, Wild Seeds Cradle. As I say, I'm looking forward to getting my big grape chair because so far everyone who's gotten the grape chair has posted a video in our private chat like dude what the heck is this grape chair it looks so derpy though my favorite was when we were in discord with papa cheese last night and he starts laughing and he said somebody whispered me and all they said was what the fuck is that They just look at this fucking shitty mount because when you ride it in in boomkin form, the boomkin becomes like stiff. He he almost he like he eye poses. It's like T posing, but his arms are are like at his side, and he's just sitting there not moving. It looks so bad. I think I still love it though. I was born in that cradle. Yeah, I definitely want it. If you see Wild Seeds Cradle, just remember that my mama birthed me in that fucking chair. Please give it back to me. All right, well, let's just let's just do a top two bottom boot, medium boot, so I can finish this Torghast run. Uh, I'm going to go first, because I'm mad the most about this. I got a big fucking fat bottom boot. Oh, no. Boo. And I'm going to call this one 
bottom boot for the bad ventures. Ooh, it even has That's a how fucking, fucking title. bad it is. So I don't know what the hell they're doing. So Mission Tables came out in Warlords of Draenor. So we have been along playing WoW since the table has been in existence. This is one of the only things in WoW we can truly judge, I feel like. Yeah, we've seen it from the origins. Uh, and so this current rendition is honestly one of the worst things I've done in a video game. Like, almost just like any video game. So you're not a fan of the adventures? First of all, the name's heavily misleading. It's not an adventure. For some reason, they were like, okay, listen, auto chess is huge. Our Hearthstone Battlegrounds is doing great. Everybody loves the League of Legends one or whatever it's called. So let's put this into the mission table and everyone's going to love it. So like, I get in there and it's like, okay, so their enemy team has five warriors and they have 240 health and 300 attack. You have five slots to fill. Put them in anywhere and see what happens. And I'm just like, what? There's no percentage win chance. There's, I'm like, am I going to win this? Am I going to lose this? How do I, how, how do I fucking tell who's going to win? Not to mention the whole UI looks dog shit awful. Like it's just literally a plain gray 2008 RuneScape login screen background. <laughs> we pulling the RuneScape. It almost looks like. Like, I swear to God, I've seen this background before. It looks like a fucking, like, glory hole bathroom wall in a Walmart in, like, Detroit. Like, it looks so fucking bad. Like, it's just whole. <laughs> you literally just slide the warriors into these holes on a concrete slab. What? Is this intel from personal experience slide? <laughs> he said I played a lot of auto chess and I frequented a lot of bathrooms. So then, so then the whole thing with the ta- when you're doing a mission table in any other expansion, you are sending them out to go, you know, get you something or to go do a quest for you. It, it, for auto chess, whenever you put your pieces into play, it happens immediately. There's not a four-hour cooldown on on your auto chess pieces attacking, and so then once your once your mission ends, you you are subjected. You don't have to. You can skip it, but it feels bad skipping it because I, I, I want to see it. You get to watch exactly what happens and and who fights who. And so these little itty bitty circles with the head icon of your characters, they go eh, and they move and deal two damage to the enemy. Then the enemy goes. And does two damage to one of my guys. They go eh, 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 eh. for like literally. If you do, if you don't press fast forward, I'm not even kidding. It's like 15 minutes of them wow. slowly digging away each other's health. If you press fast forward by two, okay, it's seven and a half minutes. You can press skip to end, but then I don't see what happened. I don't know what I fucked up on. If I did something bad or anything. Oh, don't worry. You can very detailed see exactly what happened every step of the way because on the left-hand side, there's a combat log which tells you everything that happened. Uh, I, who the fuck is out here reading the... Okay, let's see the combat log. Uh, he did 47 damage to him. Oh, God, he took four damage. Wasn't Ian spitting on this thing? Like, it was like, it's going to revolutionize ex- the whole table experience. Yeah. I guess he's not wrong because it, it changed things up like, for the worse. I honestly could not name you a worse system from a video game. I I would rather have corruption back. Like I would have corruption back over having this fucking shitty ass table. This table sucks. I would rather not have a table. Yeah, take the table away. Why are you wasting my time with eight hour missions when then I have to come back and I have to watch it play out? And then the the best part of all is that if you don't pay attention, and I'm still not really sure what constitutes a win. I think you have to have more damage than they have damage. And it's this very itty bitty tiny number on the right hand side that you can see. Because I did a big mission last night and I made the mistake, apparently, of using two healers when I could have had two more DPS. And I lost, but it didn't tell me why I lost or what a good strategy is. It just said, drag these here and they randomly attack. It's shit. It's all dog shit. I don't think it's random. You can see who they're going to attack when you place them. But that doesn't make it any better. I still think it's a they bad gotta, system. I mean, it's too late. They're, they're not going to do anything about this. I just don't understand how this was the thing that they were like, everyone seems to like it. Maybe nobody did it, and so they got no feedback on it. It's horrible. 
Aaron, I can't wait to hear you when you see it next week. Like you, you're it's so <laughs> stupid. Why would you? Why would you set up this bottom boot for yeah, me? It's an easy tee up. I will come back and say every everything that you said next week. Get I'm ready. I'm gonna gang. ring this bell from now to the end of fucking the expansion because I hate it. Okay. Anyway, what about what about you, Aaron? What's the top two bottom boot medium moot? Well, this week's top two is, dare I say, you had the bottomest boot of the whole game. I have the toppest toot of the entire <gasps> Is this an Auga? An Auga? No. Toot, toot. This is a titanium toot. Oh shit. This is the first ever titanium toot. Uh, there's a, there's a little creature in each zone and you can pet it and it makes your character laugh. And I think that's nice. I think that's something we need in 2020. A hundred percent. You are right. And I will say it, it's kind of a little weird that you can pet like the soul beings in the Arden world. I'm like, these are people, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, every so often people like a good hair tussle. I, I can tell you I don't like that the ones in Maldraxxus shame you. I don't like that they slime you and now everyone has to see you for the weird pet pervert that you are. So, like, are you are you talking about, like, uh, the little slime boy gloopy or whatever? Yeah, well, there's, like, a, there's a little slime boy gloopy. There's a slime cat that I pet. And then they slime you and you're green for five minutes and everyone's like, oh, you're a weirdo, aren't you? One of them slime boys. It is weird. It's like, what, what a fun little system they have. Thinking about it, too, the one in Bastion was definitely, like, I think it was a baby owl person, but it was a person. They were just like, ooh, wow, thanks. I was uh, but I was working on advanced machinery here, but thanks for the pats and tummy yeah, rub, I really I guess. appreciate it, you fucking freak. Keep your hands to yourself. But I like that. It's fine. Immune, what is your TTBBMM? As previously alluded to, I got myself a bottom boot. Oh, no. And I mean, this is just nitpicking because overall I've been like vastly enjoying this expansion so far. It's nice to have a breath of fresh air, all new story, which I love. But like at max level, some of these world quests not tuned properly, I think. There's this one in particular in Revendreth where you there are these... So in in the Revendreth zone, there are these little, like, carriages that taxi you around. You can, like, hop in them, and they just, like, take you from, like, point A to point B. And there's this one world quest where they've, like, crashed, and you need to, like, destroy the ones that are crashed to, like, clear the area. Mm-hmm. And you have to, like, pick up these little boys who are, like, in this swamp and throw them at the carriage and have it be destroyed. And when you do this... It's like the guy is supposed to start like hammering away and the carriage has 100% health and these things slowly chip it down. And then when you get it down to 0%, it counts as like one out of three and you need to do this three times, right? And as soon as you throw it, like level 60 mobs start spawning. And I'm like, at first it's just like one. I'm like, oh, cool. I can like kill this one thing as my little boy does his work on this carriage and I kill it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Now he can finish his job, but no. Like, three or four more just continue to spawn. And before I can kill them all, more and more spawn. And they just swarm you and kill you. And I don't know. This cannot be the intended way. Because by now I've done a lot of the other world quests. And they're far easier than this. And this isn't a world quest for a reward that was that big. It was like, the reward was like 50 gold. So I'm like, this is not, it should not be this hard. Do you think it's because you're a healer? Like, have you found outputting damage to... Because I know you got more damaging abilities. Is this the only time that it's been an issue leveling? No. So I did level as holy because, as tradition says, I must. But um, I have not had any problems so far about that. But I this druid that I'm about to talk about, I also saw him struggling. And he was a bear tank. So again, maybe he doesn't have the DPS, but I also went to Wowhead and looked this up and all of the comments on it are complaining about how hard this is, how it's not soloable, mm. how it's just awful and you will die trying to finish it. And I think they need to fix it. But anyways, so I somehow healed my way through my little boy destroying two of these carriages. So, like, if you just throw them and let them do their work while, like, you heal yourself, eventually it'll die. But 
on the third one this druid comes over when my carriage is down to like 10 percent health and he's a bear tank right so he was doing a carriage next to it and he brought all of his mobs of of rares over to me and then they all and he starts attacking me and then all of them start attacking me and then we get into this like epic duel that lasts like eight minutes long and anyways he ends up somehow stealing the last carriage from me so then we get into this fight and that's when i'm like okay this is going down like you stole my last carriage i was almost (laughs) fucking done with this quest that's taking me a half hour and i got him down to like five percent health because like he was at 10% health. I'm like, ooh, now's a good time to use mind games. He's going to try to start using regrowth on himself. And it worked. And it got him down to like 2 or 3%. And then he like ran away, waited for mind games to wear off, healed himself up, and then came back for some more. And then we like rinsed and repeated like this for like eight minutes. And then he decided Dang. that he decided that like it wasn't worth it and he left. And then I finished y- Y'all my last are carriage. out here having real fights. You need to live that mage life where it's like, can I kill this guy in one minute? No, <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like he just probably was annoyed that I like had so much throughput of healing on myself, and then he was like, "Yeah, like it's not worth it." And it really wasn't, but I was not gonna stand down because, like, fuck that guy for stealing my last fucking carriage. So he ran away, and then I noticed later that he was across the pond at a different carriage. So he came back to finish it for himself, and then he just let me finish my my business over there on the other side, but. I like to think I definitely won this because he left. So maybe it's a medium moot. But no, 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 no. The, the quest is bugged and the quest is awful. So it is You a won the fight for sure, though. M- making somebody run away, you should have slash laughed and called it a day. Like, that was, that's a fucking big victory there. But yeah, that's my bottom moot. Oh, oh. <clears throat> I have a baby top toot. I got Bron Jom's bag and I'm happy about it. I also yay. got it on my main. Oh, yay. Everyone got Bron Jom's bag. All right, well, with that really relieving. I got, I got, I got so much more video games to play. I got, oh, Torghast is so fun. I love this tower. Yeah, we didn't even mention Torghast. I mean, obviously, we have a whole expansion to talk about how much we like and dislike the different things. So yeah, hopefully next week we're, we're all there. Yeah. We can, and because remember, we can run it together. It just be so much fun. Um, if you have any comments, questions, complaints, if you want to send us any emails, uh, send it to do not run pod at gmail.com. If you want to review us on Warcraft Radio, even though they wouldn't give us our 100th episode shout out, uh, do it there. Um, we can we'll read your reviews, take a shot. We didn't do it today because we're we're all business today. We also didn't have a new review. So. Oh, yeah, they, they, that's why. <laughs> okay, cool. What about you guys? We're going to fight you on the internet. You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter, and you can follow our literary musings at Do Not Relent.LiveJournal.com. We'll see you guys next week with a more structured show, I assume. And remember, another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.